What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're talking superheroes, movies, TV, video games, anime, cartoons, comic books, and more. I'm Lawrence St. Victor. We got Jack Walker Pearson, Richard Wilson, Christopher St. Victor. Gentlemen, what up, what up? Happy New Year. Happy, happy New Year? Year? Happy New Year. Yeah, happy New Year. Year. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I see what you're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> happy New Year. Because, you know, happy we record and we post, we edit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For those up. of you who don't know, it's actually December 26th. But Lawrence is just a, one step ahead of the rest of us, boys. Because he knows that by the time this drops, it will be New Year's. I picked up what he was putting down. Thank you, you Rich. Guys. <laughs> Thank you, Rich. All right. And the audience is like, we didn't need you to explain because it's 2022. Right. <laughs> Already. Right. For the audience's sake, it is New Year's. Happy right. New Year's, guys. How has your, and this is still a very short week because we just recorded the Matrix episode. Have you done anything between now and then? How's your few days been? I watched uh, Don't Look Up. Oh, my oh God. don't spoil it. Don't I haven't seen it yet. I want to see okay. it so bad. It's so great. <laughs> it's uh frustrating. <laughs> Why is it frustrating? No, What's don't answer that question because I don't want oh, any okay. spoilers. Right. Let me ask this. Let me ask this. Did any of y'all watch Chernobyl? Part of it, yeah. No, I started really. it. I didn't finish it. All right. So for those of you listening, Chernobyl is a limited series that was on HBO and it deals with the nuclear reactor that melted down in Chernobyl, thus rendering the entire place um, uninhabitable for, you know, what, last 70, 50 to 70 years, something crazy like that. And what's, what's good about, what's frustrating about Chernobyl is you see these people in positions of power making decisions that have nothing to do with making the right choice for the right reason. It's all about the political. It's all about the image of it. It's all about the financial and uh, Don't Look Up is similar, but on a much larger scale. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also, it's, it, I mean, it looks like a comedy. Like it doesn't, t- it's, it's. The subject matters, the subject, yeah, it's, it, it is a comedy, but it rides the line because the subject matter is just that. Listen, this, it could happen. <laughs> that's what's frustrating, and that's yeah. probably what would happen. But yeah. no, say no more, because uh, right. you know I'm definitely going to see it. But um, that sounds like a decent watch, Rich. You've watched that the last couple of days. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And you know, just gaming a little bit here and there. Yeah, yeah. Chris, yeah. I've been gaming. I got a uh, Oculus Rift for Christmas. Nice. Okay. Yeah, not, not the, the Rift, the Quest. I'm sorry, the Quest. But it's so dope. So I've been playing Star Wars and Medal of Honor. And then, uh, you know, it's Christmas in the St. Victor house. So, I mean, a bunch of toys. So a lot of Power Rangers, a lot of Ghostbusters, yes. Yes. a lot of Batman toys. So I've been doing a lot of playing. I mean, he's not talking about his son's gift. No, no, I'm talking about, I'm talking about my gift. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. Me, I haven't done too much, if anything at all. I did read the Batman 89 issue four that dropped. Okay. 89? I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, that's the Tim Burton Michael Keaton one. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. <laughs> I'm not feeling the series. It's not. Oh. It's not the sequel to the movies. It's not even remotely close to the tone or feel or what you even would imagine the story is. It's it, huh. it's a it's a departure, but it's still nice to see the people drawn on the page. That is true, but the story, I I I, I, I I'm gonna finish it, but I don't know. You know, know. Well, it's a limited run anyway, so you're not going to have to sit through it too much longer. True. Amazon asked me yesterday, in fact, what, to review it 
because they needed reviews for it. Have you read it though? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're asking the wrong no. brother. <laughs> I have purchased it, but I have not read it. <laughs> Jeez, Chris. Well, I won't give a spoiler. It's just, it's, it's very different. Robin, this is very different than what you think it would be. And it's obviously not what Tim Burton would have done. Mm. At least I think. But um, I also was jonesing for a Spider-Man fix. On Disney Plus, I started randomly watching like different episodes from all the different Spider-Man cartoons from the 70s joint, Spider-Man, Spider-Amazing Friends to the joint we grew up on. Yep. Spectacular Spider-Man to Ultimate Spider-Man to the new one with uh, Miles Morales. I was watching just a bunch of different episodes just to get my Spider-Man fix. And I have to tell you, man, Spectacular Spider-Man that came out, I think, in the early 2000s or late 90s is like probably the best Spider-Man cartoon. It's the equivalent of Batman the Animated Series for Spider-Man. Yes. Wow. Yes. Really? The Fox yeah. one is cool, but the Spectacular Spider-Man, it's like, it does it right. Yeah. It does it right. Oh, I got to check that out. Check that out. Check that out. But that's my week, man. Yo, Chris, I got a question, bro. What's that, Lawrence? I got a question for you. What do you call it when Batman skips church? What do you call it when Batman skips church? Christian Bale. Jack's laughing. They're getting better and better, Lawrence. They're getting better and better. Wait, Jack is laughing. That was actually funny, though. That's the first one. Y'all, starting the new year right. Yes. Rich was not impressed, but... Rich, that wasn't funny. It was it was all right. Come on, that Come one on, actually Rich. was Rich, funny. the bar is set so low. That one was actually <laughs> That's funny. a banger, Rich. Jeez. Hey, let's go down the street, make a left at the light, or right at the stop sign. That brings us to the collector's corner. Yes. No one told Here at the collector's corner, we take something out of our toy chest, something off our bookshelf, something out of our video game case, and we showcase it to the world. Can be worth millions of dollars or just sentimental. What do you guys got? It's been Christmas time, so what do you got? I got I got a Christmas gift <clears throat> that I actually gave myself. Uh, uh, <laughs> but I was real surprised when I unwrapped it. This is if for those of you who can't see, which is the majority of you, this is a Mega Man comic. It's called Fully Charged. It's number one. It's a 9.8. And my brothers can see here in the top corner, there's a signature. Y'all want to guess whose signature that is? Is that Peach Peach? That's got to be Peach Peach. It's Peach Peach. I got myself a signed Peach Momoko Mega Man comic book (laughs) wow i I absolutely love it i I cannot tell you guys how much i love this thing man now i feel like he'd be dropping these 9.8 and he know we're gonna ask yeah he just he just how much is that worth jack this is worth uh, a couple hundred bucks and it's brand new and i Mm. did not spend a couple hundred bucks for it but i spent more than a hundred bucks for it Uh, for what it's worth i love peach man peach is like my new favorite comic book artist and i collect graded comics and i don't have a peach signature so i was like i've been looking a lot and there was a couple on the top and i kept coming back to this mega man i love the mega man video games the side scroller mega man specifically mega man x was my game i love mega man x 
So I just kept coming back to this one. It was a splurge, but it was Christmas. Hey, man, there you, you gotta go. live. You got to treat yourself, man. Yeah. Rich, what's up Yo, with you? What's going on? Nothing much. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. My collector's corner is something that I just recently got um, from our very own Lawrence St. Victor. Ooh, me? I'm to be even more honest with you. I probably wouldn't open this up until like two weeks from now because <laughs> I got a box and it had no address. I'm like, where did the hell? And I'm, I'm looking through my, through my account. I'm like, I didn't buy anything. Who is this? No one texts me or anything. So I'm like, I'm just going to put this over here just in case. Just in case it's a bomb. <laughs> yeah, just in case it's a bomb. Let's put it over there. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's the Todoroki nice. from My Hero Academia. There you go. Yes. This is a 372. My man has the, the flame and also the ice powers activated on the actual figure itself. Oh, that's dope. It's a pops. It's a pops also. I'm sorry. Should I put that out there for people who can't see? But, uh, yeah, you can see the, see the fire side. And everyone who follows the, the series, everyone knows that he. It took him a while to to embrace his fireside because he was kind of um, loathsome of his father. He mm-hmm. was kind of more towards his, his mother, who was uh, who has ice ice powers. But yeah, dude, it's pretty dope. Pretty That's dope stuff. Funko made. Oh, it's good. What a nice gift, Lawrence. That's awesome. Yeah, and it can, it's going to sit right next to my Deku. I got to make room. He's right there, boom. I'm gonna put them. You're gonna like need a bigger shelf for them. You're gonna need a bigger shelf, bro. Yeah, I do. Chris, what's up? Ooh, so you know, same thing as Christmas. Check, I got an oh, Nice. So this is from the missus. Too bad my big boulder head is too big to fit inside of it, but it's no. awesome. So it's an Iron Man helmet. The 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 the, the eyes light up. Um, press the button. And it opens up like in the movie. Nice. That is freaking sick, man. It's pretty good. And then have you, you tried put you try putting it on? No fit. Jack, Jack. What do you think the first thing I did was when I okay, okay, okay. If this if this no, thing fit, right. I would do the whole podcast wearing this thing. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh uh, man, but, do you know that means your your kid's gonna be wearing it? No, yeah. He tried already. This is going. This has to go into, into the into the case. Dude, the eyes light up on that. The eyes light up, and then if you hit the switch again, it it, it turns into a, there's a laser. Oh, so you can blind oh. everyone when you're looking at it. It, it. It's a real laser. Like I'm pointing it into my neighbor's windows right now. It's kind of so, weird. <laughs> it is kind of weird, but it's cool. That is. Well, I want to know. I want to know when someone is wearing the mask and the lights are lit up. Does it blind you on the inside? Uh, yeah, hell? kind of. It's LEDs on the inside, so I'm looking. If I teeth it funny and look through it, yeah, you can see it. It doesn't really help you see. It just looks cool. Yeah, it okay. just looks that's, cool. That's <laughs> just looks cool. not so that practical. That's a statement piece in like the display case. Bro. That's exactly yeah. what it's gonna be. Exactly what it's gonna be. And Lawrence, I heard through the grapevine that you had a hand in choosing this choosing this gift. Who me? You me? <laughs> <laughs> I might have been asked a question. <laughs> well, That's you, pretty good. You, the, the choice was right, so much appreciated. <laughs> of course, man, and and me, man. My wife went and got me something. I wanted this. I didn't really know I wanted it until I got it. And it's <laughs> my freaking Winston yes! Zedmore. <laughs> yes, yes, Ghostbusters figure, dude. And it's from um Afterlife. You can see the gray on the sideburns, and it's from the Plasma series. So it's just mad detailed. You can pop off. It comes with a proton pack and actual, you know, the laser, or whatever the proton that comes out of it. You can just put on there. 
for display. You can pop it off and then, you know, put the gun on the pack. And it's sick, man. I, I wanted this when I saw it. And especially after I saw the movies, I got the feels. Yep. Mm. And I was like, I don't need to get all of them because like one of them will represent the whole. And it's like, I want the black one. Of course. Cause, listen, because oh, Winston. Oh. <laughs> 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 They're like, he's the most, okay, he's the least interesting Ghostbuster. <laughs> he's black. <laughs> he's not a scientist he's like if, if i get a check i'll believe whatever you want to believe well the original story of winston was i think eddie murphy was supposed to play the part originally they were getting like all snl guys but eddie had beverly hills cop or whatever coming out yeah so they put it out to ernie you know they put it out there ernie got the role and then it got downsized through production a lot of his dialogue was going to bill murray and he wound up coming in later in the film but he was supposed to be our guy that represents the audience the fish out of water who's seeing this for the first time and um that's why i think in ghostbusters 2 they gave him so much to do because it's like y'all y'all gave ernie the short end of the stick and then this the most recent one He's the one that bought the whole block. That's a good looking toy. Can you just show the proton Dude. pack up close? Yes, sir. Proton pack. It has all the detail. That is fire. And of course it comes fire. off. And he looks really poseable too. Mad. Yeah. Uh, a lot of articulation here, man. I mean, it's not a McFarlane, you know, but it's <laughs> a lot of articulation. I'm very happy. Maybe I'll get the other ones, but so far I'm cool with just Winston. I have to say that just because you're a geek, you can look fly too. Ooh. You can look good, baby, if you a geek. You don't gotta look crazy in here on Fashion Row, led by our fearless leader Richard Wilson. We are gonna walk out the fact that you can look dope and be a geek at the same time. What y'all got on? So I dug this out. So I don't know if you can see it, but it says uh, "drugs are whack, whack drugs," and it's Batman hitting drugs yeah. like the like the '60s Batman. Uh, what is okay. Punching punch, drugs right in the punch, face. Punching drugs right in the face. Get out of here, drugs. <laughs> Punching some pot. Exactly. Chris is not doing drugs, but he's definitely smoking right now. So there's there's some irony in this. There is. There is. This is a. This is the the, the limited edition LFD, the Florida Mini kind of. Ooh, that's fancy. Nice we're, we're, one. We're the brothers here. We're fancy. Listen, you know? okay. in this episode of Hawkeye, a certain villain with a certain amount of swag might have inspired this cigar-smoking episode right now. Uh, exactly, exactly. You know what it is. Yeah. So we'll spoil that when we get to it. We'll get, so we'll spoil it when we get to it. My shirt today is, it says, the battle race is on, Effa, and then you got Freddy Krueger oh. and a lady going, whoosh. Oh. Okay. I don't really know what the shirt's about. But, uh, <laughs> it's just a lot going, a lot going on. I don't it's really cool. know what the shirt's about, but, uh, you know, Freddie looked like he's having a nightmare. So Okay. 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 Um, when I said you don't have to look horrible and be a geek, I wasn't including myself because today I'm just rocking my Superman Christmas hat. <laughs> you can't downplay that. You know how good that looks right now? It looks pretty cool, right? It's yeah. so festive. It fits the genre. I mean, you're doing it right. You're doing thank, it right. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah. But let's just stop all the freaking, you know. We're, we're all just an opening act for Rich anyway. There you go, Rich. So, <laughs> Rich, let's see what you got. Listen, all I got to say is Chris's shirt, if it had a little bit more color to it, it looked like a very vintage shirt. How old is that shirt? It, it, no, it's, 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 it's new, but it's pretty are you, new. Uh, are uh, you saying it's too light for you? 
No, I mean, listen, like you, I mean, maybe just because through the camera, you can really, you can't really see it, but yeah. probably up close in person. I'll take a picture of it. Yeah. yeah. But that look, that look like it'd be pretty dope. But uh, I got some, some simple. I got a, a the what if. I'm going to try that. I don't want to stand Oh, up. Yo, that's sick. Of that's the, the what series. If of the series, yes. I love that oh, this cool. is simple for Rich now. Yeah. <laughs> you have all the characters on there from all the episodes. Yeah. That's it. I think it's time for some news. It's time for the news. Yo, man, so there's been a lot of going back and forth right now about Black Panther not being recast, should be recast, back and forth, mm. back and forth. And Chadwick Boseman's brother said he approves of the petition asking for T'Challa to be recast. He believes that um, he told TMZ that, that although Chadwick didn't say this before his death, he would want his role to continue with another actor. He is confident as an actor, but aware that the character is much bigger. And to, to and, I, and I agree to think that the legacy of what T'Challa could be has to end. It's almost like if we keep T'Challa going, we also honor Chadwick's yeah. legacy. And um, whoever wrote the petition, I forget his name, but basically there's like 43,000 people who want the role to continue and not be retired. Uh, Derek supports change.org petition, which uh, was started by film critic Emmanuel Eman. If Marvel Studios removes T'Challa, it will be at the expense of the audiences, especially black boys and men who saw themselves in him. It also includes the millions of fans who are inspired by the character as well. Guys, I have to agree with this. There's a difference between recasting and replacing. We're not replacing Chadwick, but we can honor the legacy of T'Challa, especially since he didn't really become Black Panther until the end of the movie. Like, it was an origin story. So we'll, we'll never see T'Challa's actual legacy go on in film. Um, and I get why they won't recast him, but I think this is different than, like, Heath Ledger or some other roles that passed away. This, this is like anyone who puts their hands on T'Challa is only elevating the whole culture as well as but the actor before. Even him. the Joker got re... They didn't get rid of the character because the actor who played the role passed. But they got rid of him within their franchise. Right. So like well, Nolan that franchise only had one film left and they were focusing on other villains though. Right. No, well, I I, I can almost guarantee you that if Heath didn't pass, he would have he would have played a part at in the Dark Knight the, Rises. At least yeah. some, yeah. They didn't kill him off. They didn't get rid of the Joker in the Dark Knight. It's a, it's a, that's a, that's a touchy one. I understand the the sentiment of wanting to honor a person and who they were and what their legacy might have been. But, but what his brother said is so true. Like, I don't think anyone of color would feel satisfied knowing that to remove the opportunity to have their, their selves represented in something is a better option. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely agree. Yeah, absolutely agree. And if you get an actor who represents the same cultural significance that Chadwick did, mm-hmm. it won't even be a passing the torch. It'd be like, we're just, we're as a community, we're elevating this character and telling you know, the story. And there's something else about it too. It's about the content of the character In watching the what if series, the way the black Panthers episode on, unf- you know, unfolded, you look at just how life-changing he is. You know, and so there's 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 another element to it. I think there's seeing ourselves reflected in the content we're digesting, but then it's seeing that level of quality in a person who reflects us in the content we're digesting. Mm-hmm. And T'Challa is the best version of us. 
yep. in, yeah. in any yeah. race or oh, yeah. creed or color, you know? And But to see that specifically as you identifying with that, to lose that is different than Michael Jai White plays Spawn, you know? Spawn's not necessarily the best version of... Right, he's not our Superman. I mean, exactly. literally, Black Panther's Superman. And I, and I can guarantee you that... I mean, I'm not speaking ill on anyone. This is just a hypothetical. We wouldn't get, like, in this universe, we would recast Spider-Man. Like, we we would have recast Captain America. Of course. The roles are too important not to go on. And we would honor whoever played them's legacy. But for some reason with Black Panther... Well, they already recast Rhodey. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, different. though. So <laughs> I know right. I, I realize it's different. But to, to say that even within the Marvel franchises, they've already have a precedence of replacing an actor hulk did it with hulk well this is i mean but we're talking yeah. about someone died i think i i, I think yeah. the sentiment to try and preserve him as like kind of retire it was nice but i think the character is more valuable just being utilized to everybody mm-hmm. and i think that they may have thought that it would have been In petitions sense. against them if they said we're right. going to be cast right listen I to the people listen to yeah. people's telling you man um so we'll see. I mean, it's almost there's... harder for the actor. That's one of those situations. Like I, I honestly felt bad for Jared Leto walking into the Joker after Heath Ledger, and it's not because Jared Leto is not a phenomenal actor, right? It's just what he was going to be compared to and why. And Heath had died. There was no way it was gonna. The fans were gonna like hug that. You know, right. they weren't gonna embrace that. So even if they do recast. It's going to be an uphill battle, not only for the fans to see him and not feel a certain way, but for the actor <laughs> to but be I, embraced in a certain this is, way. Skating uphill. This is where I think it's different. I think with this, it'll be different because any actor that steps in the shoes, it's only because to keep the legacy going. So if anything, it's going to be like the reverse support. It's like, we're mm-hmm. here for you, man. We know this is hard, but thank you for stepping in because without you stepping in, it would go away. I hope. I hope. Unfortunately, there are a lot of... We've never had this. Like, this is unique, where someone passes away and the story is going to continue within the franchise. We're going to have a Black... We're going to have Black Panther movies Mm -hmm. just without Black Panther, without T'Challa in them. I think that if a credible actor, John Boyega, stepped in and was like, I'll step in these shoes, and they're big shoes, but we're going to honor T'Challa, and we're going to honor Chadwick, and we're going to keep what he would want going... Dude, we would go to the movie like supporting that whole thing. Like we don't, we're not, we're not going to be comparing them in a negative way. This situation would be like the people coming together, keeping this dude's legacy intact. But it's settled. Kevin Feige, that's it. We told you what to do. Three brothers told you what to do. Feige, do it. (laughs) Do it. What to do? (laughs) And the Um, the shot of milk's on board that one too. There you go. You can't have a deficit of of the the character. Spider-Man No Way Home has crossed the billion dollar mark. For are the- we talking about Spider-Man again? Well, yes, we are. First oh, movie to cross that line in the pandemic, man, which is huge because... It's a spreader event. Dude, like numbers are going up. Omicron is out here. Omicron is going no joke. Damn. Arriving. But Thank it you, could Spider-Man. not stop Spider-Man <laughs> making a billion dollars worldwide in a Listen. week. There's a reason, dude. Uh, cause and effect. Is it cause and effect? <laughs> dude, Spider-Man broke the pandemic records and and it's not in a lull in the pandemic. We're still at the height of it. So well done, Spider-Man. Yeah, we're, we're in a resurgent. Is returning as an audio drama with the original cast. 
Batman the Animated Series. I heard. Audio drama. So, hmm. An audio drama. So uh, I think Kevin Conroy said the scripts are fantastic. They're going to lend their voices to it and we can listen to it as an audio drama, which is pretty freaking cool for all you. You listen to books, you listen to podcasts, that, that'd be yeah. perfect. That's it for the news. That's it for the news. It's time to be, stop, stop smiling, Jack. Well, I can't help it. I really it's enjoy to, this. Time to put your, time to put your fire piece on. <laughs> I'm too happy. Chris, stop laughing. It's time to get sick. All right, all right. Chris, take it seriously. It's time focus. for a debate. Let's get ready to rock. What a freaking year, guys. We've had a year of a buttload of content. I'm, I mean, I'm like a literal buttload as much as you can fit up there is how much content we got wow back <laughs> in that fun <laughs> here we go oh man so uh, i want to know what are your day. top 10 favorite movies tv shows or cartoons that come out in 2021 10 being your least favorite and one being your most favorite let's see Wait, whose what? list is let, wrong let me go let me go first all right, so number 10, I have Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Wow, why is this even on your list? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Why is Venom that was on your list. It was, it's was... on the list because you watched it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Okay. Flag the, on the play. The, flag All on the right. play? Venom was a good time. I didn't play think it was just great. Started. It was number 10. This is number There's 10. a lot of things wow. out this year. I know, number but nine. it's number nine is The Matrix. Even though we had a problem with it, even though we talked about it, I still enjoyed it. it Wait, so you go Venom, Matrix? Yes. Like, I, know, I know we didn't like Matrix like that, but you go Venom. <laughs> yep. Number yep. eight. Number eight, I have Loki. Okay. I have Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Number seven, I have Shang-Chi. Number six, I have WandaVision. One, then I have Justice League, the the, the, the Schneider Cut. Um, then my now coming to my top three. Uh, number three, I have Invincible. Then I have Ghostbusters, and of course, number one, I have Spider Man. You put Ghostbusters above. Hit him in the fields, man. You hit, hit him the right in the kidney. You're right. The yeah. Man, he's so sentimental. If you hit this guy in the fields, you know, that's how he get me, man. I, I don't know how Venom made your list, but. I, you know what? Because my son loves Venom so much, and I had such a good time. Don't use your son I mean, to justify a bad movie look, on your top 10 list. Look, look, look. <laughs> and we had a lot to choose. There was a lot to choose. There was a lot to choose from. A lot to choose from. It was. But, I totally forgot about Invincible. Yeah. Invincible's top three, man. Invincible's a banger. Certified. Rich, what you got? My number 10 is uh, Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. Oh, you so watched that? Day. Yeah, it was pretty trash. That boy, um, wait, wait, this, wait. Is your, this is your <laughs> top 10, your favorite 10. <laughs> you said it was you know, trash? This, this is my favorite 10? Yeah. yeah. Top 10. Top, top 10. 10. Let him, Rich, let him how- do his list. Let him do his list. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Number two, what if? It just, it just threw me off the way they were doing it with the, you know, good and bad and good and bad. Um. Number three, Star Wars Vision. Wait, wait, I gotta say, he's going in reverse order. So, yeah. oh yeah, I'm going in reverse order. Hold on, wait, yeah. Best. Uh, you keep going. So number eight, yeah, Star Wars Vision. Uh, number seven, Shang Chi. Uh, my number six would be Falcon Winter Soldier. Okay. My number five would be Loki. Four, My Hero Academia season five. Boom. Mm. Speak on it. Number three. Uh, Tokyo Revengers. Number two, Suicide Squad, but I, it's because I forgot about Invincible. <laughs> well, if you forgot about it. I forgot about Invincible. Well, it you was could push in, Resident in Evil off the list. I think Resident Evil shouldn't be on your list, so let's just push that off. 
drop Invincible in that number two spot. Or there whatever. you go. And then, okay. and then my, my number one, I'm sorry, I'm about to do it, but my, my Spider-Man. Of course. There's Thank no you. sorries with Spider-Man. There's Spider-Man. No sorry. Yeah. Spider-Man. It's so well-deserved, brother. Well-deserved. Rich, okay, let, all right, I can rock with that list. I'm starting with an honorable mention. The Snyder Cut. <laughs> You're crazy, Come man. on, Jack. That was a banger, Jack. It was phenomenal, all right? The Snyder Cut was phenomenal. But I'm putting it just off the list because, really, it took you five hours to tell this film and a decade later. Yeah. But it doesn't change that it's still there. You're right. It's there and there's a banger. All right. Hang on. <laughs> okay. Like, now, now, I want to hear the rest. I want to hear his 10 now. That's exactly. <laughs> that. That's the worst on his list. Go ahead. No, 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 no. It didn't even make the list. It didn't, it didn't, like, make, it didn't make the list. So let's hear your except list. Except for... If it were going to make the list, it would be number three. It's not a trick question, Jack. Right. What's your list? That's how we got to answer. So, number 10. Removing the Snyder Cut from the list. In the number 10 position, The Matrix. It has to be on the list because even though it's not the film I wanted to see, and I got to tell you guys, Lawrence called me after we finished that cast. We had a whole other another. We talked for almost another two hours. No, nope, we, we didn't talk for another two hours, Jack. It was, it was over an hour and a half. We like talked. 45 minutes. An hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. And right. so. <laughs> <laughs> and what was. <laughs> Real particular about those 15 minutes, yeah, Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we actually got to the heart of what wasn't working. And what was crazy is we had actually identified what could have been a thrilling, thrilling film to watch. Yeah. And and it could have been that. Um, so the Matrix has to make the list because it exists, and that's about it. The film itself is not worthy of the top ten, in my opinion. So shouldn't that get the honorable mention and the Snyder Cut make the list? Because it took them 30, 20, 20 years to make that. Jack has a complicated relationship with Zack Snyder. He won't, he won't allow it on the list, man. He really does. He won't allow it. In the number nine position... Ruroni Kenshin, which is a Japanese film following a samurai who's uh, sworn off killing people. Uh, it's not an incredible movie, but the sword combat in it is off the charts. So I really appreciated that film. And I've been wanting to see it for a while. And this was the last one in the series. So when that dropped, Netflix picked it up and they put the rest of them on Netflix. So that has to make the list. Star Wars. Visions, but not the series. The series, in my opinion, was meh, but there was one episode that was good enough to make the list, and it's episode one of the Star Wars Vision series is 100% worth watching, in my opinion. Whether it's 10 minutes or 10 hours, that thing makes a top 10 list, my opinion. Banger. In the number seven slot, what if, but not the series. Kind of like Star Wars, the series was meh. But there was a couple banger episodes. In my Every opinion, you have to watch. If you're not going to watch anything, this definitely makes my top 10 this year, is the Doctor Strange episode, which mm. I believe was episode four. Incredible. It was a banger. Not to be missed. It was so such a banger, in fact, that he is probably going to be in the new Doctor Strange film that deals with the multiverse. And <laughs> awesome. Because it's awesome. It's great. So that definitely makes my list. Um, in the number six slot, I got the final 007 movie because I was a huge fan of 007 films. Yeah. And sure. 
even though this film had its problems, kind of like The Matrix, the fact that it exists and we're saying goodbye to Daniel Craig and he did a phenomenal job um, and the film's worth watching. It's not fantastic, but if you started down that road, there are a couple kind of people in this world, people that got to finish something and people who can walk away. And in this case, I had to finish it, so it made the list. Jack, I feel like you have an, an apology for everything but Justice League's not on your list. But everything you're giving is like, well, I'm happy it exists. It's not good. <laughs> but Justice League's Just, great. Justice League's great. But this yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Justice, Justice League was actually fantastic. And if it was on the list, it'd be in the number three spot. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Number five, The Harder They Fall. Harder They Fall was a film that came out on Netflix. It's a. Uh, well, I don't know how you, what it's a it's a black centric film set in the wild wild west uh and the cast is outrageous the storytelling is phenomenal the twist is worth the journey and anyone who hasn't seen that movie yet what are you doing with your life Lawrence have you seen it yet no <sighs> well, you doing with your life sir yeah it's just that good I, and I'll say this if you like uh rabbit's badass song as a comic yeah. book then you will love, love, love The Harder They Fall as a movie. In the number three slot, since the Snyder Cut is not a part of it, I've got Squid Games, because that content is undeniable. Unfreaking deniable. Well done, Jack. In the number two slot, Invincible, which is hands down maybe the best superhero content that has come out not only this year but in several years to pass invincible is incredible anyone who likes this kind of content hasn't watched invincible to quote my buddy rich the f are you doing with your life watch invincible nothing good nothing good (laughs) nothing good good. and the only thing that topped invincible and i'm sure it's the number one on everyone's list this year is freaking spider-man bro not only is it the best film of the year it is a, a major contender for being the hands down best superhero movie possibly ever made. It's a bold mm. statement, but it's Just true. It's good. so true. Who would have thought, man? Listen, you're never going to get a film like this again. No. Just not. Sick. Amazing list, Jack. Amazing list. I'll go. I want to give an honorable mention. My first honorable mention is Spider Man No Way Home. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's the amazing movie ever. And if we're on my list, it'd be number one. <laughs> this makes no sense, Jack. This makes yeah, no yeah, sense. Yeah, I, I see what you did there. I see what I did there. All right, my number 10 spot, Black Widow, man. I really yeah. enjoy Black Widow. And especially knowing who they set up, Yelena as a character, Black Widow. Number nine, The Suicide Squad. That joint was fun in a mug. John Cena, Peacemaker. Come on. I'm looking forward bro. to that. Yes. Then Ghostbusters Afterlife number. You have eight. Ghostbusters Afterlife is eight. I mean, it's on the list. It's about it's ten favorite. But I guess. But it hits eight. you in the feels. Eight. But I mean, it's not it was problems. competing with tomorrow's war. So yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> a lot of stuff. <laughs> I forgot about that gem, dude. Um, <laughs> number seven, I have Hawkeye. It's on my list. Okay, it's on my list. I like Hawkeye a lot. And um, number six, I got Cowboy Bebop. I dug mm-hmm. and I know it ain't stay and it didn't find an audience, but I really enjoyed that show. There's so. a petition now for it to come back. It's getting traction. Yeah, but Netflix is normally the thing that picks up those shows. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Where's it going to go? pick it up? <laughs> <laughs> um, number five, I have Superman and Lois. 
Y'all are sleeping. Oh, Y'all are sleeping. How did I not sleeping. put that on my list? You're tripping, Jack. Y'all are no, sleeping. You're right. They talk about the CW being all teen angst. Superman and Lois is fantastic. Yeah, you Number right. four is where I put the Snyder Cut. Because come on, okay. that movie was pretty dope. It was a dope movie. Dope movie. Three. Now, this is why me and Jack are like great friends. Because we're problematic for the whole race. But when we get to that finish line, we sync up like a mother lover. <laughs> Squid <laughs> Games is my number three. Because it's brilliant. Number two is Invincible. Yep. Because what are we doing here? Then number one is Spider-Man No Way Home. Because nothing is better than Spider-Man No Way Home. (laughs) Nothing. nothing. And I I dare, I beg any of the people who listen to this content, and we know there are at least five of you out there. At least. At least. Maybe six. Maybe six. six. (laughs) (laughs) You tell us what you think the best film of the year was. And tell me if Venom's on your list. (laughs) Look, if Venom's on your list, you may win a prize. (laughs) Let me know. (laughs) I gave my list. Chris said Ghostbusters is number eight, seven. I said, dude, you started with Venom. Yeah, at number 10. I know, but my number 10 is Black Widow. Like, my number 10 is stronger than your number 10. So, like, yeah. my list is already, like, uh, no, yeah, like, yeah, but the I... things didn't even make my list were stronger than things on your list. <laughs> look, 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 look. Venom was a banger. You guys are Was jerks. it, though? <laughs> was it, though? Kind of. Sort of. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Wonderful debate, guys. Either way, it doesn't really matter what our lists are. The fact that we got this much content to have to pick and choose and still have some left on the side. It's pretty freaking amazing. And the next year is going to be crazy. I mean, we got Bobo Fett. We got like Echo. We have Flashpoint. We have so much stuff is dropping. The Batman. Batman. Actually, Boba Fett's coming out on the 29th of December. Excuse me? Boba Fett's coming out on the 29th of December. Let me tell you, Disney Plus wraps up one and then immediately almost drops the other. Drop it. Goes from Marvel to Star Wars, Marvel, Marvel, Star Wars, Star Wars, Marvel, Star Wars. Take all the money. Take all my money. Great talk, guys. But now it's time to get to the reason why we're here. It's It's time time for the the main main event. event. Yo, we got, in my opinion, a series that we didn't ask for, that we didn't expect. But man, I'm happy we got it. Even if, personally, the end was a little whatever, but I'm happy we got this freaking series because it hit a tone that I don't think a lot of MCU stuff hits. Um, and that is Hawkeye. You might hear my son in the background going Let crazy. it out, boy. It's all Let right. It out. He, he loves Hawkeye. That's he it. loves Let Hawkeye. He loves <laughs> Hawkeye. We're going to talk about Hawkeye episodes four, five, and six. This is going to be a spoilerific talk, so pause it now. Or if you haven't seen Hawkeye yet, watch Hawkeye. Listen to our episode about Hawkeye episodes one to three. Listen to that. Jump back into Hawkeye. Finish Hawkeye. Then listen to this right here. You got your marching orders. Let's talk about Hawkeye. Wow. Man, Take charge. A very, very brief recap. Here we go. Because he's forgotten. <laughs> Yo, I really forgot all of this stuff because I watch it in real time. I like this show. I don't just binge it when it's time to record. I watch this sucker. Hey, don't judge. I'm sorry, Jack. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) So I really dug episode four, man, because it slowed it down. 
and we got to sit with Clint and Kate and they watch Christmas movies. They celebrate together. He teacher, teaches her the coin thing. And it's a chemistry building episode where we really get to see will these would be partners even work well together, as well as we get to jump into Clint's kind of like Ronin backstory. We get to hear the weight and the heft because in the Marvel movies, let's be honest here, we don't really get to spend too much time with Hawkeye and what drives him and what he's scared of and the pain that he carries. We get glimpses here and there, but it was nice to have an episode that slowed down the plot to give us that moment. Uh, they also go to Maya's apartment, Echo, because she has a Rolex watch that they have to grab. It was part of the black market sale. And while they're there, they get into a massive fight with Echo, massive fight. Then they end up on a rooftop and then somebody in all black comes in and just starts like, we don't know who's on whose side. They just all fighting. And Clint's like, that's a black widow assassin. I'm in trouble. Yelena has dropped in to the Hawkeye series. Which I love her so much. She's a wonderful actress. She's yeah, a wonderful yeah, yeah. actress. Okay. Oh, keep, wonderful keep it pushing. Actress. Keep it pushing. We're going to jump in. We're going to jump Man. in. All right. So Elena shows up on the rooftop, starts whooping everybody's butt. Everybody's butt. We jump into episode five. Clint decides to have a face-to-face meeting with Maya. He goes in now. This is on some straight up like Daredevil, Netflix, Christopher Nolan, Batman tip. He puts on that Ronin suit and guys are just being picked off into the shadows. I actually enjoy this a lot. It gave me a look at like if they do do a Daredevil series down the line, it can look like that. So it was pretty dope. He basically tells her, you need to stop this. You need to stop this right now because he was leaked information to basically target what he targeted. And it was by her yes. boss. We also get a, win, a hint that like Maya's right hand man was not there that night. Why was he not there that night? He might know of this thing. He might be in on it. We also get to spend like this is what I've been waiting for the whole series. Yelena and Kate freaking just banter yep. in the freaking apartment. And it was yeah. so much fun. It was everything I hoped it would be. Probably the best scene. One of the best scenes. Dude, over, over like macaroni and cheese. Oh, like so how, like sauce. With hot sauce. With hot sauce. She knows, yo, she she has the keys to my heart, man. Hot sauce and mac and cheese. But it was one of those things where I was worried because it was like, will their banter like work? Work. Because they're so they're different, but they, they're very funny. And it does, and it's great. And basically, Elena's like, I'm here to kill Clint. And there's nothing you can say to stop me, and you physically can't stop me. And that's what's gonna happen. I'm killing Clint. We go to the end of the episode. Yelena sends Kate a text message going, I think you should know about this. And Jack was freaking right. hundred percent. hundred percent right. And, and not just on that, but on how the whole thing ended too. Well, one of your endings, the other one just had him dying. Well, we'll get to that. I we'll said get, one or the other. You're yeah, right. We'll you're right. There. We'll get there. So Kate basically gets a so, text So saying, spoiler alert for anyone who's listening to this. Spoiler alert. If you already alert. listened to the other episode, now you know how it ends because I basically called it and I was hundred percent right. He was. So we, let me back up a little bit. Jack, the swordsman, he goes down because his company was pretty much laundering money. He's like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. But this whole time, he's like a mustache twirling villain. So he gets taken away. Basically, at the end of this episode, we find out that Kate's mom is working for Wilson Fisk. And not just any Wilson Fisk, Vincent Freaking D'Onofrio's back, the baby. Kingpin, the baby. Kingpin is back from the Netflix series. Vincent D'Onofrio reprises his role as Kingpin. We pretty much start putting it together that it's her mom 
and she set Jack up and she might have killed Armand too. Let's keep going. Episode six comes out. This is what Clint's been afraid of. The freaking kingpin, the boss. And we get to see him in his Hawaiian shirt glory. Okay. Straight out the comics. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Fine. But, but this is also what I uh, we, we uh, keep it pushing. We're not there keep yet. We're not there yet. So basically, yeah. I'm gonna tear this thing apart. This you really trash are. ass. What the f? They're doing. Anyway, keep so it pushing. basically, Clint and Kate have realized they need each other. Clint's like we're partners. They are going to basically go to this ball and they got to save her mom because they saw that her mom said, "Yo, Kingpin, I don't want to work for you anymore." And that usually doesn't work out. So they go there, save her mom. They go to the ball. They were right. Freaking Kingpin's guys, man. The tracksuit mafia is there. One guy got a sniper just going through the window. Bop, bop, bop. Booking shots. They got to go into superhero mode. Kate goes, but then she sees Elena's there because she's there to kill Clint. So there's a whole lot of stuff going on. The LARPers are there. Freaking undercover. Looking crazy. And then we get this awesome moment of just Elena and Kate, like, sort of fighting, not wanting to fight, but... Kate knows she can't stop her, and Yelena's like, I'm not going to kill you, but... So it's just like passive-aggressive fight that kind of builds into a real fight yep. until she gets her dress torn, and she's wearing the suit that the LARPers <laughs> say she's going to make her. And it's an amazing suit. Um, so they're fighting. Clint's trying to take out the guy with the sniper. Drama ensues. A whole lot of fighting. They get down. He falls into a tree. He falls out the tree. He's on the ice. He suits up. She's like, you're wearing the suit. He's wearing the suit. It looks good. They're both wearing purple Hawkeye suits, Rich. They fight the tracksuit mafia. The freaking LARPers said, well, it's time for us to suit up. They leave the fight. <laughs> like, it's our time to shine. They leave the fight. They come back and they help escort people away. And this whole time, they're fighting, they're fighting, they're fighting. They pretty much make light work of like a thousand. It looked like one of those, like, it looked like Arkham Asylum game. Like the goons just keep piling on and piling yep, on. Wave and wave and wave. Man, they make light work of them with all them trick arrows and stuff. And then Kate kind of goes off because she got to save my mom. And that time, Yelena touches on the ice. We got a fight between Hawkeye and Yelena because she believes that he killed Natasha or was responsible for her death. And he tells her, no, she sacrificed herself. And she's like, I don't believe you. They fight, fight, fight. Kate gets to her mom, who pretty much was sent to her death. He like Fisk has this whole city working for him. And you get a fight between Kingpin and Kate Bishop, between baby Hawkeye and Kingpin. We flash back. We go back to freaking Yelena and Hawkeye. And Hawkeye can, you know, convinces her that Natasha did sacrifice herself. He does a little whistle that they do together. And she's like, mm -hmm. Oh, you didn't know my sister. To do that whistle means Martha you loved moment. her. It was a Martha moment, but done way better though. Hello. Yeah. yeah. No, a little better than Martha. Uh, so Come then on. they have that moment. She what? said they have their bonding thing. She goes off. And then freaking Kate is just getting bodied by Kingpin. She shoots him with an arrow. He like breaks it off of him. He's like, you don't feel no pain. He's fighting. And then she does a little coin flip to set an arrow. Boom. Explosion. He goes down. She saves her mom. Her mom gets arrested. She's like, what, what kind of hero arrests her mother on Christmas? That was kind of true. I kind of agree with that. I'm like... Come on. It's still your mother. I guess she could have waited. She's a bad guy. She, she could have waited for the day after Christmas. Like I a guess. reasonable person. I guess. <laughs> like a reasonable person. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Okay. 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 Go ahead. Continue. And then Kingpin disappears. And then, yes, we have that moment now where they go to wherever they are in the Midwest. And it's Christmas at the Hawkeyes. Kate Bishop is invited over. Uh, and then uh, freaking Clint gives his wife 
the watch. Now, this whole time, the wife has been weird. She's been super supportive of him. And Incredibly she also supportive. Down, and she she's speaks down. German. Like, she just flips on a different language. She's like, what's up with you? And he gives her the Rolex. She turns it over, and it has a shield emblem. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting. Clearly, she used to work for S.H.I.E.L.D., and that's how they met. I mean, Clint was working for S.H.I.E.L.D. when we first picked him up. True story. And then he takes Kate outside. They burn the Ronin suit, and then they kind of play off names. She's like, what should I be called? Should I be called Lady Hawk? That's terrible. How about Hawk Eve? That's terrible. Then maybe I should be called, and the title goes, Hawkeye. Because in the comics, her code name is Hawkeye. Hawkeye. That is Hawkeye, everybody. So, first of all, Haley Seinfeld is amazing in this. Oh. And this could have this this series could have gone south really, really hard. But the her her chemistry with 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 Clint, her chemistry with Yelena, you know, just her in general, it just worked across the board. And I th- I feel like this series was success because of her. Yeah. Because I think if it was a different actress with even the, given the same exact content, a different actress with, with, with different chemistry, it would have been very, very corny. We all would have been just doodling on the whole series. But I think, it was, I think it was her that really, really, really made the series. Yeah, she definitely tied it together. And she had to, though. The series was ultimately about her. Her origin story. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking it was the scripts, too, man. There's something about watching WandaVision and these grandiose ideas, Mephesto, what does it mean for the MCU, the multiverse, and, you know, Winter Soldier, Falcon Winter Soldier, the passionate torch Captain America saving the world. And it was nice to watch just a simplified, scaled down, mm-hmm. almost Netflix kind of version of the big baddest kingpin. It's about the mob. It's not about, yeah. like, it's not, the world's not going to end. There's not a crack in the sky. And we're getting back to, like, just on the streets fighting. So I really enjoyed the... The downsizing of it. It's an appropriate villain for the for the heroes we have. Yeah. Yes. I think that's why that's why it worked. It's very, very diehard one where it just people, you know, one guy, one regular guy, no powers, just killing I'm bad sorry. guys. Pause, hold up, rewind. Yeah. Did you just Wait, compare you this to diehard yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Yes, oh. yes. I, and I did. And I no, tell this you is kind of I mean, it kind of is like if Disney it's series not. made a diehard. No miniseries. It would be the yeah, one. yeah, yeah. No, no. My comparison for Die Hard is because the first Die Hard, he's a regular cop, a regular dude with a pistol. Then he gets a machine gun, and then he takes out the takes out these bad guys. You know, it's not like the later Die Hards where he's jumping cars into air. You know, helicopters doing that stuff. It's just people on the ground shooting arrows. You know, keeping it very, very ground level. So that's why that's where the Die Hard comparison comes in. Okay. No superpowers. No superpowers. No nothing. Except for Kingpin, who... Except for Kingpin. Now he's a super soldier? uh, Yeah. It's it's interesting. Kingpin... Well, all right. So, I thought it was... I thought it was good. I I like the way they wrapped it up. Um, Yeah, and I I like the fact that we had just a non-powered regular person fighting regular people. No freakishness besides the trick arrows, of course. But no, no craziness going on. No, like, you know, the world's about the end about the end type of story. It's just a man trying to give back to his kids, his family on Christmas. You know, at the same time, trying to help a a young girl out, trying to figure things out for herself. But, um, but yeah, I really want to talk about Kingpin right now. Kingpin is strong, right? But like, not superhuman strong, but like, just like below that? In the comics, he's, he is borderline. He's as strong, he, he is super strong. He's, he's he is a, he is an adversary to uh, Spider-Man in the comics, you know. 
originally. I think I think the issue here with Kingpin, amongst other things, is I think it's Spider Man number fifty was the first appearance of Kingpin. That comic book is worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, so when you look at the origin of this guy, he is a superpowered villain. He has powers. And and when he gets hit with the arrow in the Daredevil series, his clothes were made with like a Teflon, Teflon. or whatever. Right. right. Yeah. It was different. Right. And I think when we watch this, it's confusing because we see Vincent D'Onofrio. Spoiler alert for Spider-Man No Way Home. You see Charlie Cox's Daredevil. And we assume this is the same universe as Netflix. We don't know that. We don't know if this is the same yeah. exact kingpin. It's, 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 and it's, it feels different. It's the same actor, but it's not the same kingpin. No, it's, it's not. not. And let me tell you, kingpin is one of my favorite Marvel villains. His, his role in the Daredevil series was he stole the first, he sold, he stole Daredevil. He's the, he's the best live action Marvel villain. Like 100% hands down. And I felt like they, they, cheapened him up a little bit i see i don't mm. and here's the thing i don't know if they cheapened him up this is a different kingpin that lives in this universe then maybe he does have super strength like jack said because that's how he was in the comics so we can't say it's a it's, it's a watered down version yes but if this is supposed to be a different character it's a different character it's a different character than netflix it's like we almost can't take the netflix one with this until they unless they tell us this lives in the same universe but until then we have to almost act like we've never seen this kingpin before. Big ask. It's like watching Robert Pattinson play Batman. You can't go in looking for Christian. Here's Bale. why it's here's why it is a big ask. Because in the Netflix series, they reference the movies. So we know they're connecting themselves to that reality that we know of. Right. In the Spider-Man movie, spoiler alert, for all intents and purposes, we pretty much are told that that version of Daredevil is in fact the version of Daredevil that we know from the Netflix series. When, and that makes when, sense. When did they say that? When did they say it's the same version? They're letting us draw that assumption. When, when he caught the brick, that yes. was it. No, when they, they let the you know he's Daredevil. They didn't tell yes. you this is the Daredevil from the Netflix series. But in the Netflix series, they set up that we're connected to that world. In this world, they say, hey, yes, you were connected to that world, and we're catching you in New York where you're a lawyer, which makes sense. In this Hawkeye series were playing off of what was established in the Netflix series, which was supported in the Spider-Man movie. And now we're seeing, but this time we're seeing a departure from the content that you're saying is supposed to be all connected. I, that's where I disagree. Cause if we look where Kingpin left off in daredevil season three, he should not be here. A hundred percent. That's why it's a hard pill. Yes. Also, why would, why would our Kingpin be running around with these, tracksuit mafia stooges which is which is well, it's, it's not our kingpin. i mean no henchman he's no the, no henchman he's the kingpin though yeah exactly he's the kingpin he's on top doesn't matter who he has at the bottom doing what needs to be done but let me ask you this you went from penthouses to Hello. in a basement yes and he went from soldiers to stooges i'm not saying he can't have the stooges also but if this is that relevant to him armani to hawaiian shirts yeah, there's a yeah. there's a big departure. So this, and, and I well, think that's because they that was them saying this is not the same kingpin. Like we're going out of our way to not just tell you. Like we don't want to just say this is not, but like we're we're putting everything around them for you to go. Oh, this is not the same kingpin from the Netflix series. I think they're gonna still tell us the same kingpin. I think I I, 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 think, I, I, I doubt it. I think I think that the MCU is like 
we don't want the baggage of whatever your show created because we didn't create that. So we'll take parts we like of it and we're going to disregard the other parts. Well, now what happened to the multiverse? They can do that. What happened to Kingpin at the end of Daredevil? Did he get arrested? Was he still on top? He got caught, didn't he? At the end. I don't remember. Hold on. Either way, Daredevil was going up against Kingpin like crazy. Tracksuit Mafia never showed up. Like, like, so... But even if he transitioned to other branches and he owns the whole city, this is my city. Sure, we got you, Kingpin. (laughs) Okay. Then he's got more options than just these guys. Right. Right. But that's but more options than the tracksuit is not presented in Hawkeye. In Hawkeye, if we're just taking this kingpin, he's pretty much got the tracksuits, and those are his dudes he uses to do stuff. Yeah, yeah. He sent his best after an Avenger. Right, which is a tough pill for me to swallow because his best were clowns. Well, and it's not a tough pill for me to swallow if I go, this is a different kingpin. Sure, and you almost have to do that, which is kind of unfortunate. Well, if um, he got if he got arrested and was sent to jail, maybe his organization broke nose broken up and helped whatever reason whether he broke out or you know got out for good behavior. He had to start from the bottom again. The issue and, with that is we know he had the tracksuit mafia because Ronan killed her father. We know they've been around for a bit. Correct. At least the blip was five years. So at least five Correct. years. It's been five years minimum. Maybe that's how he got out of jail because of the blip. I forgot about the blip. Thank you for bringing the blip up. Maybe he got out of jail because of the blip. And, and that's why he up started wearing Hawaiian shirts. And I think that they're like D'Onofrio and Charlie Cox were the best things to come out of the Netflix Marvel universe. And they're like, there's no way we're going to have a Kingpin and Daredevil and not use those actors. They promised us we're going to use Charlie Cox as Daredevil. They never promised us that Daredevil series is going to be revived. They're going to give us Daredevil. They didn't promise that series. So I don't know. And I will say in the Netflix series run, by the time we got to The Punisher, they stopped referencing Marvel films. Mm. They were in New York and said the biggest attack in New York was 9-11 by the time we got to The Punisher. They're no longer talking about the incident. So that being said, Kingpin was a letdown. Because the expectations were so high. I mean, well, the second you saw, the second, let me speak for myself. The second I saw him, I knew what performance I was expecting. And none of that translated to this content for me. Right. You know, I had, I had, I got to be honest. The first three episodes were, it was crazy how much I enjoyed them. I was surprised how much I enjoyed them. And I was actually really looking forward to the next three. In the next three they started kind of betraying the world they had set up to me. Like even the fact that four and five, even the fact that they needed more arrows and it was so easy for them to just go make arrows before when they needed arrows, they had to break into the police station in order to get arrows. Cause we only had a certain amount of trick arrows this time when they were out of arrows and they needed more arrows. Ah, let's just go to the garage and make a billion of them. Cause it's just that easy. Yeah, but we need. We not need, only we was need. it easy, but he had, I had Tony Stark arrow tips. I had Pym arrow tips. I had every arrow trick, arrow tip you could think of, and you had that the whole time. Then but, why did you have to break into the? I think we, we 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 did. You know what? I think they did that because we needed that that montage. We needed that like we're we're suiting up, getting ready for the big Whether battle you montage it or not. But but here's where you betray the content. Before you established that you couldn't do that because there's a finite amount that you have and there's a finite amount of resources that you have access to. An episode later, we need more arrows. We're not 
we're not doing the same thing that we set up we had to do. Now we have just access to See, everything. I took that as he told her there's no such thing as trick arrows because he didn't want her to have access to him because I don't look at you as a partner. So I'm not going to bring out the big guns when I'm with you. And then things get to the point where they have no choice. And then he says, he says to her, you're my partner and we can make them. I felt like it was information he was keeping from her and things haven't escalated that high yet. But by this point, he's like, I got to bring out the Stark one. I got to bring out the the Pym one. And I trust you. You're my partner. Right. Because he didn't want her involved in the first place. Like He he didn't want to show her how to make them either. Right. He went from literally being, I don't want you involved to the next episode. You're my partner. No, I mean, talk no, about it wasn't, no, 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 it wasn't the next episode. It was like episode and a half. Whatever yeah, two episodes. Well, I mean, things yeah. escalated. She found out that her, her mother worked for Kingpin and, you know, just things escalated to the, to the point where he's like, okay, well, now things are real serious. I can't just like face her out or like try to throw her off to the side and protect her because now she's truly involved in it. And by episode three, he looked at her like she was a partner. He got rid of her because he cared about her, not because she yeah. didn't, wasn't skilled. Right. And he realized you are good. And I need to like, I need your help. I can't do this without you. Nah, I mean, it was there. <laughs> I was with it. I, I was with this whole series until the end had a hard time blending the Disney tone with, yeah. with the darker, more depth tone. Yeah. Well, even, but they had, I felt like the, definitely the last episode somehow, and maybe the problem was the thing didn't want to have to be forced into six episodes. But somehow in that last sixth episode, to me, they had somehow betrayed a lot of things they had set up, a lot of conventions they had agreed to. And it was like it was weird. Even that the even the LARPers, right? Like they started doing stuff like the LARPers literally paused in the middle of a crazy crisis to run into the (laughs) building. I like that. All the people that were trying to get out of the building, they stopped, too. They run in, they change their costume realistically to put that wardrobe on. You're looking at at least 15 minutes. So they run in there, they change, then they come Jack, back out. No, see the problem. When, when Jack doesn't like out. something, he nitpicks at it. But when he likes something, <laughs> those things are fine. Like, yeah, it was corny. It was cheesy. But that doesn't mean to me like the story was bad. To me, the story was good. I really enjoyed the story. To me, it was we hit the end of it and the tones clashed. But it didn't. Like, here's another thing that didn't make sense. We watched, and by we, I mean I, and definitely you guys, and probably at least three of the five followers we have at watched uh, the Black Widow movie. And the Black Widow movie was very specific about costuming and the culture of what it was to be a widow. And so here we have the widow on the rooftop for the first time. And yet nothing about her wardrobe reflected that of which the world she came from. Hold on, pause, flag on the play. And maybe I didn't mention this in my recap. We're catching Yelena five years later. She was blipped out. So she came back into a world where maybe a lot of her arse, like she came back, her stuff is gone. She popped up in an, she popped up in the same house. Listen, but she's been back for a while. She's been back long enough to be back on the scene where she's being hired as a widow to do hits. So, what's, so I'm sorry, she's still a widow. So what's wrong? You don't like her costume? <laughs> did any of the widows were any of the widows masked up well the black black widow as we know was kind of disbanded because they destroyed the whole thing and they destroyed that stronghold so whatever black widow is now it's obvious it's evolved in the last five years since we saw her 
Look, Yelena can do whatever she wants. But let me me ask you this. She never (laughs) goes back to wearing a mask. So what was the point of that? The point of that was Disney content wanted to unveil the character, but it wasn't true to the character to put her in a mask in the first place because she never wears a mask. And I guarantee you, by the time we get back to these Avenger movies, she's not going to ever wear a mask. She's probably not the Black Widow assassin. What does this have to do with the entirety of this show? And don't forget, by the end of Black Widow, even though there was a blip, she was uh, drafted... The post credits she was drafted by Julia Louise Dreyfus's character. So we uh-huh. don't know what she was drafted into. Maybe she had to wear a mask. And at the end of the day, you're nitpicking at like things that got nothing to do with the story. All right. Let me wearing tell you mask, what I like. Not wearing a mask. The story is basically this you got a guy who wants to get home for Christmas, but there's a mess that he started because he wore a suit and started murdering people. No, 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 no. That doesn't matter because Black Widow's wearing a mask. <laughs> Damn, Rich. Damn. Burn, Rich is burning. Jack, you nitpicking, man. You're a nitpicking hard here. All right. So let me let me let me be fair then. The relationship between Kate and Yelena is phenomenal. It was maybe the best part of the whole series for me. And the relationship between Kate and Clint was really good and the second best part of the whole series for me. I am excited to see her pick up the mantle of Hawkeye. Mm. I think her energy works. I, it's still sad to me that our Black Widow is gone, but I think that this is going to be a dope. Is uh, she? Well, depending on what yeah. multi, depending she's on gone. what multiverse. No, she's, no, she's coming back. I'm telling you right now, she's coming she's, back. She's gone. Oh, no. she's, nope. she's gone in this universe. Right. Nope, that for now. No, she's coming back. I'm telling you right now. She's, she's coming not coming back. back. She's coming back. I'll put money on it. Oh, she's coming back. Let's put money on it. How much, put money on how much money? Now, now, I'll say this. Gentlemen's she might come back because bad, re- <laughs> bad, bad things happen all the time. So she might come back. But if she comes back, that'll be the worst thing ever. Because yeah, sometimes well, in, in, the, in the MCU, people need to stay dead for yeah. things to matter. Right. And, she and if she did, it wouldn't be ours. It would be a what if version being pulled in from the multiverse. Who needs it? Well, well, that, well that's exactly. what it is. That's what it is. I'm telling you, she's gonna she's gonna come back into into this universe for what purpose? She's gonna fill yeah. that. She's gonna fill that black well, widow. Well, we she, she wouldn't. Well, she wouldn't be the same. Well, she wouldn't be the same black widow. No, she's not the same. She's from a different. She's from a different. She's from a different universe as we saw in what if. But why do we I'm need her? You, I, look, don't talk to me. Scarlett Johansson is, is in. Wait, do you know? Do you have a friend she's, that we don't know? She's, she's in negotiations now. I've read. She's in negotiations now. After they sell the lawsuit, she's in negotiations now with 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 with, uh, with Marvel. I'm telling you right now, she's gonna come back. I'm predicting it right now. She's gonna show up, and I don't know when, but she's gonna show up. And she's gonna come back. Well, crazier things have happened. I think if she comes back, it's mad distasteful. It's it's a question of how soon, you know. And the second she comes back, now Robert's coming back. Anyone who's ever not come back has the it's opportunity like, to come back. You know, you get one person to come back from the dead. You don't get all of them. I don't care if they're from a different universe or not. You get one time to do that trope in the next ten years. You can't bring them all. You gotta and make. They already, they already did this though. They did it with Gamora. Yeah, yes. we already got that. Like, like we're doing well, it. Again. And that's gonna be the that's gonna be Guardians of the Galaxy three is a search for Gamora. Right, which is right. I mean we're, we're accepting that, but yo, this now. Like no, like she Look, made a, a huge sacrifice. Look, like, I'm not the writer. I'm just telling you. I'm what website you get this from? Back. Look, you be on them websites sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> 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 like what is this? Uh, what watch. is the uh, what does the new Avenger team look like? We have Kate is the new Hawkeye. 
She's got, probably not going to be on. I, I don't know if she's going to. Well, be. hang on. Let's let's just follow the cast that we know, right? We got Kate. And so she, if she's going to be anywhere, that's the role. She's Hawkeye. So Kate's the new Hawkeye. Elena's the new Black Widow. Natalie Portman's the new Thor. The Ironheart Lady is the new Iron Man. You still have Thor, though. Thor's still Thor. Yeah, but, but as far as we know it, Natalie Portman's picking up the mantle. But he doesn't least. lose his powers, right? Well, we don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's, a tra- <laughs> it's a transfer. In the comics, it transfers over. Okay. So let's say if she keeps the powers, she's Thor. You got you Captain have- Marvel. You got Captain you got America, Captain, Captain Falcon. Falcon, Captain Falcon, yeah. Spider Man, I don't see why he wouldn't be. Yeah, you also have War Machine, right? Where's Hulk? You got War Machine. You have Hulk. You have. You see Hulk. Oh, and then you got She Hulk. You got She Hulk. She Hulk. I mean, it seems like they're doing uh, She Avengers coming up. I don't know. We'll see. No, I'm you still got Spider Man. You still got Hulk. You still got Captain America. You still yeah. have. But Ant Man. Ant Man. Ant Man. War Machine. Yeah. Wasp. Yeah. And also Wanda. You got Wong. It comes back because, you know, we'll whatever. Wanda, Doctor, you still got Doctor Strange. Oh, Doctor Strange. Doctor true. Strange yes. We have a loaded team. It's just how how do the dynamics work? Who's the leader? Who's 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 right. the Steve Rogers? Who's the who's the Tony Stark? Who are who are your core three kind of like right. the Trinity? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, honestly, that's the who's leading the team. It should be. It should be Falcon. It should be. Whoever was on the team before. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's right. right. Movies, some seniority, right? <laughs> you should have some seniority. So Captain Marvel, Captain, the captains, Captain Marvel, Captain America. <laughs> and Doctor Strange should be like the leaders. Yeah. And then you have Spider-Man as the heart. And I then mean, Fury's still somewhere in there. He's Fury's on another planet somewhere. Yeah. So is the captain. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Captain gotta, Marvel... I, they make her so overpowered. She's almost like the, the deuce ex machina of, of Marvel. Oh, they have to get rid of her. They don't know what to do with her. Yeah, yeah. she's the she's Superman in a world that doesn't have that kind of power set. Right, because <laughs> DC has true. enough power sets for for them to at least be a team, with the exception of why is Batman there? I don't know. <laughs> Swinging on a rope. Did we post the the picture of of, of the uh, Justice League in the plane with their seatbelts on? You know Batman's the, the true leader when he has superpowered people in a plane with seatbelts on. That's ridiculous. <laughs> like that, I'm sorry, we're rearing off a of Hawkeye real quick, but the thing that I dislike about the Justice League animated series, not Justice League stuff, is you have why like they all dumb themselves down to like but get on Batman. Wait, you gotta well, listen. We all understand why that image one is ridiculous, but also why it's an image in the first place. Because kids watch the content and they're telling kids to buckle up. Well, they shouldn't be in a plane in the first That's place. They shouldn't even come up. It shouldn't even like saying. come up. I, I mean, I guess you it. need a place to strategize before you get to the battle. Yeah, so you're yeah, all together. yeah. I can, so, I can see like <laughs> them all in the watchtower. <laughs> but it goes back to the damn uh, Snyder cut where Batman's running up the stairs and people are walking up behind him. That's how like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, All right. In the watchtower, in, in, I in guess space, Flash will take a lot stairs. of money on teleportation. And they're like, this is really, this is all for Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Most of us know how to get here. <laughs> this is also Batman feels like part of the team. Back to Hawkeye. Okay. Oh, right. Back. Okay. Man, I, lo- I really like this series to me. For me, it's the best. Ne- I mean, MCU series, Disney series, it's the best one. I think it had heart. The story had a beginning, middle, and end. It wasn't just speculation of what this was. Didn't drive us to watch it, which for me was like Loki and WandaVision. Just, yeah, like, yeah. What is it? And yeah. It's like, yeah. 
No, how about it's just a good story and we're showing up because we care about the characters. And I wound up caring about the characters. They balanced the tone really well for me until the last episode where it kind of needed to get grounded for me. And that's where it got even more light. Like him in a Christmas tree, hanging in there and seeing an owl. To okay, me. Wait, wait, can, can I talk about the owl? With the owl, the, 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 the truck? Because that truck's going to go back to regular size. And that owl's carrying the truck and it goes back to regular size. It's going to drop the truck in the middle of Manhattan somewhere oh, and kill a lot of people. That's where you took that. I took that truck is in some nest somewhere and that owl is eating them dudes. Because it wouldn't go back to, it's not on a timer, is it? No. Was that yeah, how the particles but, work? But you does it wear re- off? I thought it was like, honey, I shrunk the kids and you got to figure out how to. When she went into the quantum burst because she went so small, she ain't popped back to size. Yeah, but yeah. they have a quantum burst though. They just shrunk it with an arrow. I don't know, maybe. But the maybe. quantum burst is just really shrunk. Really, really small. Yeah. I guess. No, maybe. Them, they, them dudes is owl food. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully them dudes are dead because if not, if that thing goes back to normal and the owl's carrying it, it drops a freaking it drops a truck over Manhattan. It's gonna be bad news bears. Worst things happen in this Manhattan though. That's light work. That's just a <laughs> that's like, that's, that's no big deal. Not alien invasion, no, this is a truck. It's fine. The end, man, and 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 Kingpin, it didn't work for me. And not even even if this was not supposed to be Netflix's Kingpin, different Kingpin. Either way, he's the big bad, he's the menacing one. He's the but he had man. one move. I'm, I'm gonna shoulder check you. And I'm cool with I'm that. I'm going to shoulder check you again. I'm cool with it. Like, give him one move, fine. They didn't level up his threat level. Like, I didn't feel scared for her. Even with no, just, he didn't have that it, many moves when he fought Daredevil. It only worked if you saw the Netflix series and you had context for who he was. True. And then it almost worked even worse against you because you knew what the Netflix series was. So without the Netflix series, who's this guy in a Hawaiian shirt? With the Netflix series, who the F is this guy? So yeah. it almost, in both cases, it just did not work. To be fair, that Hawaiian shirt may be like a Brioni shirt, maybe like a thousand dollar shirt. I'm I hoping. Understand. And it was I'm probably hoping. Kevlar too. I'm hoping. It was it though? Did he Listen. get hit with the arrow or did it like get stuck Dude, in? He was like that and he pulled it out like, Teep. did he pull it out and he broke, broke it? it. He broke it. If he, if he broke it, that means in the arrowhead is inside of him. It's very confusing. No, no, yes. Or it got stuck in the Kevlar and he busted it. I'm hoping which, it's that. Which, again, is working on the fact that we watch the Netflix series. Or is this a super-powered kingpin closer to the comics? Because in the MCU, things are bigger he than... Like, he, like ripped off, he ripped yeah, the door off, man. He ripped the door off. Yeah, he ripped the door off. He ripped the S500 door off. Yeah, that door weighs 150 pounds and he tossed it like... So this is a, this is a different kingpin. This is different. This is he's Actually, super no, no, super strength. I'm reading that it's the same kingpin. From where? I mean, it is and it isn't though. Even if you're saying it is, we know that it isn't. And even if you're saying it isn't, we know that you're operating off of the fact that we know who he was to give us context. Yeah, I'm it on almost would have worked. Green Ranch, and they're saying that it's they're pretty good. Screen Ranch usually. Oh, what I'm saying is it's all speculation until Marvel makes it more specific. What we do but know they're, is they're not going to make it more until, specific. They're going to make it whatever it needs to be until we get like the Echo series. And then we might get more context. But up until this point, it's Kingpin. He's super strong. And they're setting up the fact that he's going to be Echo's big bad when she goes into her series or something. He was here as a device. And then Echo mm, shoots him in the head or not. I don't know. Right, yeah, that's all about to bring that up. The question yeah. is, did she shoot him in the head or what? Or nah. another theory is that he kind of, you know, that's exactly what happened. He grabbed the gun, the gun but, went off. That's yeah. what's gonna Wait, happen. here's what was so stupid about this. And stupid might be an incendiary word, but so I apologize for not having a better one. 
Another thing, if you if you listen to the sound effects at the end, Echo has a gun held up to his head. She's about 10 inches away from him. We cut to an alley shot, obscure, far away, and you hear the echo of a gunshot, and then you hear the thud of something hitting the ground. Mm-hmm. After the gunshot, a big you, thud see, too. you mm. hear a body hitting the ground. Now, and that's where I just, I face planted because I go, one, you don't bring D'Onofrio back to make him a footnote on a series and then throw him away at the end of it and have him shot and killed. So to me, it felt like it felt like you're they're being false with the narrative in the way they shot and gave us the sound effect. Of course. Maybe. So why do it at all? This is where the whole series started feeling cheap to me. They kept it's doing just, these little things. At the end. I, and it's honestly, just misdirection, I think. I felt just, this way about... Yeah. More than misdirection. It's, it's lie. You're just lying. Gunshot? Okay, cool. Leave it ambiguous. Films do that all the time. Unless God, it's, it's her crazy. body hitting the floor. He disarms her. Gunshot goes off. She hits the ground. Yeah. Pretty big was, thud. How I do think, we know that I think that's going to be been, it. How do we know that he has been working with Dale Brown in Detroit from the Detroit Defense Center? And... um. Because we all know when you get too close. Oh, y'all don't know about y'all don't know. Oh, the freaking the, the meme that guy the sitting Come everyone on. to heaven. <laughs> You're standing too close with that gun. Yeah. No. What you gotta do is you gotta move your head to the side real quick. You know what's the main grab it? I got the mechanicals of the hands in particular angles. What's his name? Dale Brown. Dale Brown. Dale Brown is not COVID, it's not cancer, it's not drunk driving. Dale Brown is the leading cause to death. <laughs> America in 2021. How are people getting wild. guns to their head? They got to try to pull away. You're right. They'd be like, hey, try it, man. Try it. I got no trust me. I'm going to do it. I see the video. I see the video. <laughs> and Dale Brown, when he does it, he does it so slow. And it's like, yeah. I know. Right. Like, come on. But uh, I feel like they set up an Echo series. So we're going to, Kingpin's going to be back. You don't you don't show freaking Daredevil. They timed it perfectly. Daredevil and Kingpin the same week. Uh, we're gonna get them back in some way, shape, or form. Echo is a part of Daredevil's world anyway, so I wouldn't be surprised if they're loading it up. Kingpin's gonna be back. It's not gonna be the Netflix's Kingpin. It's gonna be. Let me tell you this. It's going to be as much of the Netflix series as Disney needs it to be. Mm-hmm. And if they need elements for it to work, fine. If they don't want Karen Page, if they don't want Foggy Nelson or that Foggy. He won't be in it. If they find value in that foggy, he'll be in it. If they need them in Hell's Kitchen, they will be. If he needs them on the Upper East Side, they, like whatever Disney wants it to be, it will be. And that's it. Facts. Yeah, I agree with that. You know? I agree with that. Um, which is why Spider-Man was so brilliant, because they utilized only the parts they wanted from Toby and Andrew Spider-Man. But they found a way for it not to feel cheap. I like the series. Enjoyed it a lot. I'm not as excited to see where it's going, although I, I do enjoy Kate Elena. I just really enjoyed. For me, Clint was the soul of this series. And um, Kate was the driving force. She was lovable, likable, everything I want in a hero. But I really enjoy getting to know Hawkeye. And I want yeah. to know more of him. I wish there was an episode where we really, not a whole series, but a real Ronin episode where we get to really see I agree. what this guy was doing. For I an agree. episode, flashback episode. Spoiler alert, Rich. Cowboy Bebop, like episode eight, where we get to mm-hmm. see like what he was up to when he was with yeah. those guys. Mm-hmm. Episode like that, for those who saw it, like we go back in time and get to see because we get all this angst, all this trauma because of the blip, his dark past. But between like Infinity War and Glimpses here, we've only seen like five minutes of his dark past. And I want to see like what this suit really means. Just give me an episode. Just give me an episode. 
Yeah. And, then it can, and then it can be the same episode where he shows up to Echo at the end and says, stop doing this, wearing the suit. When I first started, when we first started talking about Hawkeye, that's what I was hoping we would got is a series of him as Ronan. Because I felt like they would work well in that environment. But you know, I'm happy with, with the series. It was a good time and it was a good series. It was better than Falcon Witch Soldier. I'll tell you that. So, hmm. which is not saying much, to be honest with you. Wait, st- wait. Hmm. You put Venom on your top 10 list, Chris. I don't think we should listen <laughs> look, to look, look, look. Falcon Winter Soldier was pretty. Right it wasn't trash. It Wait, was all right. You know, it was good. We, it was just all right. Been, it was a bootleg lethal weapon. This is a bootleg diehard. You got to stop. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> don't use my, my logic against me, man. Don't use my. <laughs> We've been casting for a while, brothers. And. Chris is often the one on the spectrum as far as his judgment calls. <laughs> I just like to look at things a little bit differently. That's all. It's, oh, baby, see it. I just like to look at things a little bit differently. I'm with you. Rich, what are your final thoughts on this thing? Yeah, I enjoyed watching it. I mean, after I got past, because I know when I came in, I was like, I, I didn't like the fact that, you know, Hawkeye didn't want to embrace his superhero-ness, his, his stardom, his fame. But once you get past that, just look at it with the movie or the, excuse me, the series is, and it's pretty dope. Like, seeing just a regular dude trying to solve a, solve a mystery to get back to his family for Christmas, you know? No flying through the walls and, you know, super strength, except for Kingpin at the end. Um, Just a regular guy. A regular guy dealing, dealing with the problems, you know? The aches and the pains, that's it. And helping a girl out. She got that moment where she was like, I saw you as a kid. Yeah. You have all those things. Yes. But you weren't scared. Yeah. You made it. You made it clear to me that I can do I can be the same. Like I I was scared at that moment. But when I saw you, I realized I don't have to be scared. I can be like you. When I hit when I get moments like that, the stuff that's corny is like it doesn't outweigh those moments. So like, yeah, you got the swordsman out there hacking up people in front of Rockefeller Center. Just like Jack is just way and, waste. And and the second he pulled his sword out, suddenly everyone had some sort of long weapon in their hand that he could attack against. Well, all the bad guys like left their guns at home. That's how at like, a certain point. That's <laughs> how it yeah. works, man. You come on, man. He pulled his sword out. And then the LARPer hit that other guy in the face with a metal baseball bat, aluminum baseball bat. I was like, oh, he's dead. He's dead. We, we all know that New York has the strictest gun laws, you know? Gun control and whatnot. And Chris, we always know that if we fight in bad guys and we say back to back, they drop all their guns and come in one at a time. That's it. Because if we time. go back to back, <laughs> that's the rules. That's man. the rules. They know the rules. Yep. That's it. <laughs> Jack, man, what are your final thoughts? Uh, well, here are my final thoughts, I suppose. You have Disney, then what's the difference? And if you're watching this kind of content, then what's the difference? And uh, listen, it's actually, it's a pretty good series up until episode six. And then it, it really did get pretty whack for me. And it did not, I, I did not enjoy seeing D'Onofrio in this. I am floored by the idea of him being in it. That I got excited about. The execution of it, I found really, um, it just left a bad taste in my mouth. Everything about it. I liked episodes one through five a whole, whole lot. And episode six, almost not at all. The end, did you like the end? The end you predicted. Yeah, but I predicted it. So I liked it when I was thinking about it. It's the only couple ways you could, there's only a few ways you could have ended it. Mm -hmm. And this is the most Disney most Christmas way you could have ended this series. So, of course, of course. 
it worked. Yeah. And it set up like, you know, she lost her father in the beginning. Mm-hmm. She's trying to get home to his family. Mm-hmm. Her mother's a supervillain, apparently. You saw that a mile away. <laughs> I oh. did it. Man. No, come on, man. That dude was Not too much of a mustache twirler and like to be the bad guy. He well, I didn't been. think he was the bad guy. Yeah. I just didn't think she was the bad He's in the comics. He's the swordsman who actually yeah. goes between good guy right. and bad guy. Which is what him. he is in this also. Yeah. I like that dude. I want to hang out with that dude. No, by the end, I'm like, Jack is my dude. Like, I want to chill with Jack. Jack is cool. He just paid. Just no worries in the world. Just that cool. Like He's like, like, I get it. I understand why you turned me in. Don't worry about it. I'll be out. Don't worry about it. It's cool. You're not a villain. You just cool as hell. (laughs) He's mad rich. He got nothing to worry about. He's like, nah, there's no consequence to my actions anyway. Don't worry about it. He had no worries. When he was talking to the cop at the end, and she was like going off her little thing, he was like, oh, balls. I got blood. (laughs) I got blood. (laughs) (laughs) Completely changed the conversation. Man, it was great. I love it. Here's one other thing I actually really like. I really, really appreciated that every time we went to Hawkeye's wife, they didn't make her unnecessary conflict mm-hmm. they every every time she had a choice and every time she was put in a compromised relationship position she always prioritized the relationship she always prioritized the husband and she always operated off of the bigger history the two had together she's and so die, man. she's right or die and 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 it actually really affected me in the regard of it would have been really easy to escalate conflict for the sake of conflict. Television shows, movies, they do this all they the do time. do it all the time, yeah. And they oh, would have yeah. had that wife being one more source of conflict for Hawkeye because he's not home doing what he should be doing. <clears throat> but it actually just, to me, it enriched the bond of their relationship because she knew what it is to be a hero. And when they gave her the watch at the end, that paid dividends for me because I saw her operating authentically to that reality. She mm-hmm. she not only knows what it is for him to be a hero, she knows what it is to toe that line somehow. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, it increased the stakes because we're seeing the home he's trying to get home to. And it's like, I yeah. really, I would love for you to make Christmas because it's awesome. I would have, I love that she got the watch at the end with the shield, but I almost would have loved that she didn't. Like she's, she's not a superhero. She just gets him. Yeah. Like I just yeah, I get agree too. But either way, it opens it up. It felt, the moment where he handed her the watch, it felt very placed. You know, Mm -hmm. whether you liked it or not, it it felt so intentional. Let's see where it goes. And I'm cool cool with it because they earned their relationship. So they could have done anything at that point. But it would have been cool if she didn't need a reason. She didn't have to walk in his shoes. You 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 knew in that moment he had her back as much as she had his back the entire series. Wasn't wasn't she his uh, his handler? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, they didn't make that clear. I, not for me clear. in this series. Maybe it, down the line somewhere else. But I, I don't know what she was. I do know when she started speaking German, so the kids didn't understand. I'm like, you don't. Right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something more to her. I'm curious to see where where it goes. Clint has a story that's not being told. That's so interesting. That's just we don't get to see, see glimpses of it. We don't really get to see his story. Yeah, because he got his whole his whole um, time at Chill. Well, think about a hired weapon that now you're placed as a superhero and you're supposed to act accordingly. Right. Like, I never asked to be an Avenger. Like, we formed this team to fight threats, not to be superheroes. And now I'm this superhero when all I do is I, I kill people. That's what I do. I kill bad people. Now I have to be this thing that I never asked to be. Like, that's an awesome 
kind of thing you have to wrestle with. No, I don't wear a costume. No, I don't want to be flashy. No, I'm not that. I am a soldier. You guys made right. me a hero. I don't want to be. It's a dope dynamic. Yeah. It's more um, complex than just, I'm going to save the world. And it might be too complex for the brand of Disney shows that they're creating. They're not creating something. That, well, that's so you're not going to get prequels. No. Moving on with, with Jeremy Renner, you can't go back and do prequels. You got to keep moving forward. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. But it's nice to know that we can imagine what his life used to be. Great series, guys. Before we end it, I want to know, like, what, what do you rank the uh, Marvel series so far? What, what's your order? Wanda, Loki, this, and then Falcon. Loki was probably my favorite. Hawkeye, with the big exception of the last episode, which would have knocked it to last position. Um, Hawkeye second. I guess Falcon third and Wanda fourth. I will go from worst to best. I would do Wanda, Loki, Falcon, Hawkeye. That's pretty much my list too. Yeah. I, I enjoy Hawkeye the bit most and then Falcon, Winter Soldier and Loki. I just don't feel like it's rewatchable. It's, the, well, Loki was fun to speculate, but once you know the story, the I wouldn't rewatch any of them. I'd rewatch Hawkeye like around Christmas time. You guys are hating on WandaVision. WandaVision, WandaVision was dope. I'm sorry. WandaVision was dope. Some of the episodes were great. The performance was great. And, oh, and actually we get Paul Bentley back. They brought him back. And WandaVision spent three episodes or four episodes old reruns. That trope got old. Yeah. And then they brought Quicksilver back to be nothing, which oh, is worse so than lame. Kingpin. That yeah, that, and was, then, that, that, that was whack. And then the end was just a laser fight in the sky. And then also Agatha, Agatha Hartness is the villain. Wait, 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 wait. Are you complaining about laser fight in the sky? Yeah, yes, he is. Chris. The Marvel way. It was just so different for me than what we than what we than what we're used to seeing. That's why I liked it. I seen a monkey take a crap in a box. That was different too. Where did you watch a monkey take a crap in a box? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. Where are you watching, brother? What are you watching? Surprised when you can see that, Chris. Do we got some recommendations? Yeah. No. So here we go. So this is inspired by our list. So I was looking back at our top 10 list. I'm thinking, what other years have had some banging top 10s? And I'm going through the movie releases of previous years. And in the past, like, three or four years, like, it's just been crazy, crazy, crazy bangers. Like, 2020, we were kind of we were kind of a little bit light because of the pandemic. But if you look at 2019, the lineup for 2019 was fire. We got we got Hellboy, we got uh, we got the the Justice League animated movie, The Fatal Five, which was dope. Reign of the Superman, which was dope. We got Captain Marvel that year. 2018 was another banger. Spider Man into the Multiverse. Uh, we got Ven- the first Venom, Deadpool two. We got Aven- Avengers: Infinity War. What, so, what is this list? Like, so, these are yeah, so, movies? No, no. So what I was doing was I, I was taking the list. I, I took what our debate was, the top 10 of, of 2021. I said, you know, what years had a, a strong lineup? And you look, and I'm looking at these past years. These past years, all the lineups have been just bananas from 2019, 2018, 2017. Those movies and those releases of those years are phenomenal 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 the this list is not as as concise as my other list but i think it just goes back to we have so much content now so much stuff now that we're just lucky to be geeks right now and that's my own that's how i'm ending 
or beginning the year is that there's so much content for us as geeks and we're just lucky to be lucky to be alive right now because there's so much great stuff that we would never thought of as you know as kids that we we're gonna have all these great movies and all this great content. True but, freaking story. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, can I give an honorable mention? Sure. We gotta show love to 1989. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yeah. Karate Kid Three. Back to the Future Two. Batman. And there's one more I'm forgetting. It was like a loaded year of just dope sequels. And then Batman just destroyed everybody in the box office. <laughs> but it, that, that was a very special year because, you know, it wasn't what it is today where these joints were just dropping. And to get all that in one year is like bananas. Yeah, man. Good talk, everybody. Good talk. I enjoy these talks. If you enjoy these talks, make sure you like and subscribe and download these episodes and tell a friend. Leave a review. It helps with the algorithm. You can catch us on social media, Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk on Instagram and Facebook. We're dropping content all day, every day. We'll be back talking about some stuff. Same bad time, same bad channel. Peace. Peace. Later.